Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're fired up for the start of the NFL season this weekend. I know on Sunday, I'm going to be watching Red Zone for six to seven hours straight. I got a call from a buddy yesterday. He said, hey, I got an extra ticket for the Commanders game. FedEx Field, good seats, start of a new era. I said, well, that all sounds great, but I have a date with NFL Red Zone. I have a date with Scott Hansen, and I'm not going to miss it. I will be watching Red Zone all Sunday long. We'll give you our weekend preview and what to watch in the sports world at 2.45. Tailgate Ted, who will be at FedEx Field, will give us the latest on the upgrades at FedEx Field and what his tailgate's going to look like for week one. He always does a really cool themed tailgate, so I'm interested to hear his Arizona theme as it's against the Cardinals. Uh, But right now, I wanted to get into our Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool. So you guys know I am a Survivor Mark, all right? I grew up watching Jeff Probst in that show. I want to be in the show Survivor. I've already said we've had a a Survivor's contestant on the show, Brandon Shapiro. Season 45, I'm in. That gives me three years to prepare as Season 42 is about to begin in a few weeks. So our Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool, here's how it works. $5 to enter, and if your team wins, you advance to the next week, but you can no longer use that team again. So, the theme through the office right now is shocking to me. It's been the Washington Commanders. You have Cat Simons selecting the Commanders. Clifford's in on the Durs. Jeff Wicker wants Washington. Bees wants the Commanders. Zach wants the Commanders. Ginny, our football grandma, wants the Commanders. And Rebecca Wild as well. Melissa, Rob Hoffman. I mean, the list goes on. It's basically of the 23 people in our group, 16 of them are picking the Washington Commanders. And most of them are picking them with the basis that you're not going to have another chance to pick Washington again. You know, the start of a new era at home against the Arizona Cardinals. They're most likely going to be the lousiest team in the NFL this season. I told you guys earlier, the reason I would stay away from the Commanders is I don't want to be the guy that jinxes it. You know, this is my favorite team. I always say they depress me for three hours on Sunday. You know, you know, six or seven weeks a year, I celebrate a victory Monday. Besides that, it's nothing but sadness rooting for this commander's team. And they've got everything going for them. Week one, at home, new era, new quarterback. Uh, Terry McLaurin just came out. He's going to be healthy. He will suit up for the commander's. I think you should stay away from that game as your survivor pool bet because of the fact that the commanders could botch it. And we don't know what you're going to get from the Cardinals cornerback Josh Dobbs. Maybe he comes out and throws for 300 yards, no no interceptions, and the Cardinals you know, sneak a one-point victory. I've seen that happen before. I think back a couple years ago when the commanders were played better than the Chargers for three and a half quarters and still lost that game. Uh, Panthers, Falcons. No, t- Not touching that one. That's going to be a close one. Bengals, Browns, too close to call. Jaguars, Colts, that's one to keep an eye on for sure. If you're looking for a lock of the week, I would look into the Jags. Everyone's all in on Trevor Lawrence this year after how impressive he was last year. And the Colts just seem like they might be the first, second, or third worst team in football this year. Now, the reason to stay away from them week one, maybe, is because we don't know what Anthony Richardson's going to be like as the quarterback. The reason to go... Uh, with the Jaguars against the Colts, though, is because the first four weeks of the season, they will be without their running back and their star, Jonathan Taylor. So definitely keep an eye on the Jaguars for your survivor pool pick. Um, 
Buccaneers, Vikings, I'm staying away from that one. I thought about possibly playing Kirk Cousins, but I believe in Kirk and the Vikings, and I'll probably end up taking them later this season. Uh, let's keep the f- Survivor music going, dude. That was getting me excited here. Uh, Titans against the Saints. I think that's too close to call as well. 49ers, Steelers. Steelers are my upset pick, possibly, but not in a Survivor pool. You have the Ravens, Texans. We'll circle back to that one in a second. That's 1 p.m. on CBS. Packers, Bears, too close to call. We don't know what to expect with the pack. Raiders, Broncos. You'd expect the Broncos to win that game, but maybe the Raiders surprise some people. Uh, Eagles, Patriots. A lot of people have talked about the Eagles as their lock week one. I have the Patriots upsetting them in week one. Dolphins, Chargers, too close to call. Rams, Seahawks. I think the Seahawks should be a lock. Cowboys, Giants, too close. Bills, Jets. That is... uh, that's a game that I've been be- going back and forth on. Like, I chose the Bills, then I chose the Jets. I'm leaning towards the Jets right now at home with the start of the Aaron Rodgers era. But let's finish off going through the rest of our Survivor Pool picks here. Rick is all in on the Ravens. Carrie Todd, the superstar and the leader of Odyssey Richmond, she likes the Buffalo Bills. Wow, that is an interesting one to take in Week 1. I mean, I'm, I'm still high on the Bills for the season, but I don't like that matchup week one against the Jets with everyone kind of viewing the Jets as this year's America's team with Robert Salah's defense and the addition of Dalvin Cook and Aaron Rodgers. Lacey likes the Eagles. Uh-oh, Lacey's not listening to the show. That's my upset pick of the week. Stay away from that one. Amy picked the New York Giants. Tiffany's in on the Chargers. Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Michael Phillips wants Kirk and the Vikings. You can hear him. Michael P. on the mic. Monday at 10 a.m. Olivia's in on the Vikings as well. And Gary Hess, he must be listening to the show as well. He has the Baltimore Ravens. The pick is in for AWOD. All right, before I officially make my selection, though, we've got our two producers here. Josh Carter, you are in the Odyssey Survivor Pool. You heard my prediction, who I like. Who are you going with? You've already submitted your $5. You can buy back in if your team loses. Who do you like this week? You got me on the spot. I think I might I might like the Ravens here. Okay. I mean, good good club this Should I season. lock that in? Lock it in. Lock it in, lock Ravens. Lock it in. I'm going to be brave about Christopher, it. Christopher, you're up. You know what? I'm, I'm, I, I thought about this. I don't know a thing about football. <laughs> hey, I, keep that to yourself. <laughs> but, He's honest, folks. You know, I, I just don't want to lose. Yeah. So you said Seahawks are a lock. I don't care if down the line I need them later. I'm taking them now. Ooh, you I like that. Lock, I, I just want to. I don't want to get last place. Here's what you've got going for I'm you. The Seahawks have the 12th man. It is at home. Seattle's going to mm-hmm. be bumping. First game of the season, division rivalry game against the Rams. Mm-hmm. It's looking uh, good for them. They looked good last year. You got the Seahawks. I'm locking that in. I am locking myself in by saying, look, there's only one team in the entire slate that has everything going for them, the trifecta. Number one, give me a ding. They are at home. Number two, <laughs> they are facing off against a rookie quarterback. And number three, the line is as close as it gets to double digits at nine and a half. Lock Awad in on the Baltimore Ravens to take care of business at MT Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland against the Houston Texans and their first start for quarterback CJ Stroud. The Ravens are not just going to win this game. 
The Ravens are going to blow the Texans out so much that I'll be celebrating by halftime. John Harbaugh and the Ravens have not lost a season opener in 11 straight games. You like that, Josh? 11 straight wins week one. Lock it in for $5. The Ravens will take care of business and cover the spread against the Houston Texans. That was our Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool segment of the week. If anyone in the audience wants to chime in, phone lines are open. Give me your lock of the weekend. 833-804-0910. That's 833-804-0910. Once again, 12 different people in the league trying to jinx it, trying to ruin my ratings, taking the commanders. I'm so worried about that. You have four people taking the Ravens. The next highest is the Minnesota Vikings. But Christopher, I do love your pick of the Seahawks. Good work. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. So there's a lot of interesting food stories out recently including one where a fast food chain is going to serve venison? Are you serious? It's Dude Food coming up next on The Fan. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD. Happy Friday, everybody. Here on a September 8th, we've got a couple of really good college football games tomorrow, both of them at 12 noon with Virginia Tech hosting the Purdue Boilermakers in Blacksburg. You can hear that right here on 910 The Fan. Pre-game coverage starts at 10 a.m. Then our, on our sister station here at Odyssey Richmond, you will hear JMU at UVA. And then on Sunday, got the Richmond Flying Squirrels on 910 The Fan and the Washington Commanders on WRVA 1140 a.m. But we did want to mix it up right now, and there's a ton of food news locally, and I have to catch my producers up on all of our food takes here on AWOD Radio. It's time for Dude Food. Dude Food. We're not responsible for the content of this program. Or anything we say when we're really hungry. Where's my food? Dude, where's my food? food? The most delicious food you've ever tasted. Yes! How can he this off a flip-flop? <laughs> he loves food. Dude Food. All right, it's official. We're in Dude Food because the Dude Food light in studio is now lit. The saying on AWOD Radio is the pizza is always banging. And uh, I love to get pizza late night. And uh, we've been trying to find the best pizza place here in Richmond. People have been hitting us up to go to JoJo's, Benny's Pizza, Belmont, mm-hmm. and VCU. I went to Christian's like all the time. So anytime there's a new pizza place that people are talking about, we always have to hit it up. So let me catch you guys up on all the food takes that we like to talk about here on Dude Food. Number one, we are a very pro-cheese show. I hope oh, you guys yeah. can both agree on that. Oh, Love yeah. cheese. And not like your basic cheese, not American, like cheddar, Swiss, Gouda, Havarti, you know, Brie. All, all the uh, foreign cheeses are great. But there was mm. an article that came out that confirmed to us that cheese is actually very healthy. And that's why we brought this up. Here's the only problem. It was for cold cheese. Not the melted cheese that everybody loves. Cheese <laughs> is healthy when it's cold. I don't mm-hmm. understand why, why changing the temperature should do so much. Uh, well, believe me. I was trying to read into it, and I, I got lost. And chemical am, composition and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm out on tacos for dinner. Out on tacos for dinner. This was a new mm. rele- uh, revelation that I had a few weeks ago. Because there's so many great taco spots around. Like I like Ensu Boca in Scott's Edition. Don't Look Back, uh, Blue Habanera. There's, Richmond has great taco spots. My only problem is... When I get tacos for dinner, I'm never filled enough. I'm always hungry afterwards. So for me, tacos are great for lunch or late night 
But if I go to dinner, and Zach told me about this, I'm staying away from tacos, I go burritos now. Gotta, yeah, get, gotta right. get filled, right? And then the other thing was that a few months ago, you guys didn't know, Richmond was voted as the burger capital of America. Yes, oh, I did. Because wow. it had the best average rating for burgers. Basically, there's That's no spot indeed. in Richmond that serves a bad burger. Even the dive bars have good boigas. Uh, we love Capital <laughs> Ale House. Obviously, I'm there every Monday during the football season. Got a burger yesterday. We love Bovine Burger oh, Concept. I love bovine. Uh, but mm. my pick for the best juicy, loaded, tasty burger in town is a new place called Easy Burger. Have okay. you guys heard of this spot? I have not. I have not. So, it is in Scott's Edition, right behind ZZQ. Okay. And it's from the same owners of ZZQ. That's why they're basically cheating. They get the bacon from ZZQ. Mm. They get the extra patties from ZZQ. It is so delicious. It's got it's like stuffed with all these extra sauces, too. Now, I will say, their fries aren't to die for. All right? You can find better fries. But mm. I do believe the best juicy burger is that easy burger. Okay. Do you have all a better right. spot that you like to go to? Uh, I, have, I have a least favorite burger spot oh, in okay. Richmond, okay. and that is Burger Bach. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I, I have been out on Burger Bach my whole life. Wow. Yeah. They're high on the list, dude. Dude, you, you order fries for the table. You don't get into individual fries out on that. <laughs> I want my fries. I, I got to split it with people. No. Oh, my God. That's not, like no. Danny Ruye. So Danny Ruye hosts Grant Danny after me from 3 to 630. Mm-hmm. He will not share his franchise no. with anyone. Well. If you try to – there was a whole bit where they went to the Nats game, and I think one of the junkies put his hand in his fry contender – Danny didn't look at him for a month. <laughs> He's right. You can't touch his fries. Those are his fries. Well, then we no, probably no. wouldn't get along because I would. When, when I do the bit where I go, oh my god, look at that, and then I kind of steal one of your fries. Well, you, <laughs> you have to. You have to pay for ketchup there, and <laughs> oh I think that that is. You know a what? Crime. I'm out on that. Wait, just, do you really? Yes, yes pay wow. for ketchup. No wow. Way. Also, that's I've wild. heard it's a uh, burger batch, which yeah, it's, that's not how not it's Bach. spelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bach like, sounds so much cooler. Yeah, right? Burger Bach. Let's do Burger Beethoven yeah. while we're right. at it. Why yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Chris, I know you had a story you wanted to bring up today about Arby's. Yes, uh, I don't know how to pronounce one of the meats, so I might need Josh for that. But okay. Arby's has a brand new burger <laughs> with beef, deer, oh, oh, and venison, elk, uh, and venison, beef. Venison, elk, and beef. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually I've had a venison burger before. It's good. But it's Arby's. Right. I would not get it at a fast food joint. Right. I know they have the meats. So you were telling me. That's what they say. But you were telling me that, so the way it's going to work is that raffle winners will be taking to an outdoor hike in Colorado (laughs) to the the most remote Arby's in the world. Yeah, I, I don't know how, how business can be good for that Arby's, but it's a, it's a beautiful scenic hike through Colorado Springs. And then you're finishing off with one of the worst burgers you can get. <laughs> I don't... Where can you go wrong? I know. You I go through this hike. hike and you're just like, I need the meats. I need the meats. <laughs> and Arby's like, yeah, no, we've got them. I feel like Arby's was just kind of sitting back and watching these monstrous amalgamations like the McRib. And they said, you know what? We we should try that. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Does Arby's have their own chicken sandwich, though? I don't Probably. think they've gotten into that war. I, I bet they do. I, I just think no one cares about them. Yeah. We've I'm got to do I'm our so research. Out on Arby's. What, I, I what is your ranking for the chicken war? Uh, mm. ooh, I'd, have to, I'd have to sit down and think so about that. So you've struck so a for chord. Me, so for a me, can of worms. I, I am all in on Chick-fil-A. I mean, yeah. I'm all in on Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. but just the burger. Because I had a I had a bad case of the running to the bathrooms after I had the soup. So I'll never order the soup again. Oh, no. Yeah, I know, right? I know. It looks so delicious. It's like, oh, homemade chicken noodle soup. Nope. Just get the chicken sandwich and go home. Right. You're right. You don't, yeah. And the waffle fries. Yeah. Now, and the don't skip fries. on the waffle fries. No, you're right about that. Um, second chicken sandwich for me has always been Wendy's. Really? Yes, I sir. think people sleep on Wendy's. Spicy chicken sandwich I'm, I'm from cool Wendy's. I'm with McDonald's and Burger King 3 and 4. 
Am I missing anyone? Because I, I, I'm, I'm out on Popeyes. Popeyes number one. Really? Yeah. Yes. So for me, that was just way Whoa. too okay. bright and fretted. I I, I felt I like a disaster in my body after I freaking <laughs> ate well, that. I'm, I'm 23 and young. Yeah, I you know. Eat, I can eat anything. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lead stomach, but you're, you're fine. Hey, maybe you could be our new fast food foodie. We oh, used yeah. to have a producer, Ryan Brown, that we dubbed him Mick Brown on AWOD Radio because mm-hmm. he would come in with McDonald's five days a week. I tried to have an intervention for him. I said, look, this kid is 23 and he's skinny. It's not going to last if he keeps eating McDonald's. Oh, not at all. Instead, we dubbed him McBrown, the fast food foodie. And he, he did a lot of great bits on dude food for, uh, for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I tried the new Wendy's nacho burger okay. the other day. Tell us about Out that. Out on it. Really? And I'm the biggest not Wendy's fan there is. Really? All right, so I, break this down. Nacho burger? It's, so they, I think they got some fried cheese on the bun. Okay. They got extra nacho cheese in there and okay. some like fried onions. And then just the other stuff that goes with the burger. And what Crazy. happened when you tasted it? I said, this is not good. <laughs> like, did you spit it out? Was it I that nasty? It I, I was hungry. Yeah, so I yeah. ate it. Yeah. I ate it, and I ate my fries, and I ate the second small burger that I got alongside of it. Because okay. But it was kind of one of those. Yeah. I ate a lot of food. Yeah. And you uh, finished, and you <laughs> kind of just frowned to yourself. Because yep. right. they, yeah. they got the pretzel bun for some of their meals. That is the greatest Bun the pretzel bun is great. Food restaurant. It, it is great. They kill it with the pretzel bun. I do yeah. enjoy that a lot. You know what uh, I have been into recently? So I, I also have another bit on Dude Food where I'm, I'm searching for the best brunch in town. Oh. And I think I found the best breakfast sandwich. Dish. And now you guys will notice there's a theme. I don't like to leak, leave Scott's Edition. So it's, <laughs> it's in Scott's Edition once again. Okay. It's called Brunch Junior. Right. It's the sister, I guess, of Lunch, Supp- lunch Supper. Right, right. Um. They have a breakfast sandwich where you can choose what you want you want as the bun. Their brioche bun is so amazing with scrambled cheese and bacon. I mean, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Oh, I love I, I just I love it so much. Now I used to work for uh, Starlight when it was Starlight before it turned into the uh, brick and mortar yeah. brunch location on Main Street. Yeah. Or on Cary. Uh, it was on one of those two. We used it's to go there. The we used to go there late night in school, right? Oh yeah. yeah, that was the late night spot. And then they, you know, they did away with that and said all brunch all day. Yeah, and it, it's doing great. What is your favorite late night spot around town right now? Late nights. You know, you mentioned Christians earlier. Yeah, man, you still been going back there? A pizza from Christians at two a.m. <laughs> Some about it. Yeah. Some about it. What about you? Uh, well, I mean, I'm pretty new to living downtown. I've only been here a couple weeks, uh, but uh, buddies. Yeah. With, oh, with yeah. the bar. Yeah. And got a, got a Philly cheese there. That was oh, yeah. good. Yeah. That was real good. That's a good had, atmosphere there. They we, had heck a, yeah. They had a good selection of ciders, and I, I'm a cider guy. Nice. So okay. That was, that was great. Awesome. Yeah, I know. We went there after Football Fest a couple weeks ago, uh, and my buddies all got the pterodactyl wings there. Yeah, you were talking about Everybody talks about those at the uh, at Buddy's. I haven't tried them before, but I've, I've been to Buddy's a few times. It is a good late-night vibe, yeah. and I think the kitchen stays open pretty late. Yeah, and they, yes. they got trivia. They got Family Feud-style stuff, Yeah, and it's it, it, it seems like the people there aren't cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> good answer, Steve. I love that. I love that. All right, this was Dude Food here on AWOD Radio. If we missed anything, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. I guess we did miss miss the pickle fries back at Sonic. Oh, yeah. Sonic is uh, reintroducing their uh, pickle fries. There we go. All right, try that this weekend. Give I'm, us, I'm give gonna, us a review on Monday. Yep, I'll do my homework and bring it back. <laughs> You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Odyssey Richmond is proud to be 
the home for the Commanders here in Richmond on the radio this season. You can hear Game 1 as the Squirrels still play on 910 The Fan on WRVA 1140 AM with a full two-hour pregame show. And we'll have our own two-hour postgame show that I'm happy to be a part of after the game. And hopefully I'll be calling in after a few beers and celebrating a win. And you know he's going to be at the game this Sunday. He'll be at FedEx Field tailgating. Joining us on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline right now, it's Tailgate Ted. What's going on, buddy? Not much, Adam. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm fired up for week one. What did you make of the news that RG3 will be in the building? Welcome home, Robert Griffin III. Wasn't too excited about it. I could really care less about him. He was here for a cup of coffee. Mm. And out of all the people to get to do a hype video, he doesn't get me hyped. I mean, I had a authentic RG3 jersey. And true story, I gave it to a friend as a reusable diaper for their kid during their baby shower. <laughs> Look, Ted, I will, I will be honest with you. RG3 doesn't do much for me either. I, I can't really stand him talking football and college football on TV. He makes it all about himself. But I will say... That hype video gave me goosebumps because of the highlights, you know, seeing everyone fired up in FedEx Field, and it took me back to 2012. And here's what I will say. I do think it was a good idea to get RG3 involved because you ha- you're probably one of those guys that you're fired up for Riggins, right? You're fired up for Theismann, that generation. Kids my age and even 10 years younger, like the 22- and 23-year-olds, they are only know Robert Griffin III. And so that's why I think it was a great decision to bring him back as one of the welcome home guests. Well, how old do you think I am? But, yeah, I am (laughs) fired up for Riggins and all the other guys, Champ Bailey coming back. But it's just I would have loved Santana Moss. He did a video in the past. And I get that, and and you're not not wrong, Ted, but I I might be even saying younger than 22 and 23, like 15 and 16-year-olds like that. And there are still enough RG3 fans around the building or around the area that I do think there's going to be a ton of his jerseys inside the building. What about the rest of the crew that they've got coming back? You fired up for Champ Bailey. It's exciting to see Champ back there. And I heard this morning on the sports show, he's – Lurch was saying that Josh Harris is sending his private jet to pick up Sonny Jurgensen and Billy Kilmer. What? I mean, this is <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. All these guys are coming back. And it just it wouldn't have happened if that little smarmy guy was still in town. Yeah, no, it's a great point. And uh we're all excited for the start of the new era. And so we're hoping that it's going to be an absolute party starting basically at 9 a.m. all the way through the fourth quarter and then into the parking lot afterwards. What time will you be setting up shop and tell me a little bit about your tailgate at FedEx? So I'll be there probably 7 o'clock getting everything ready. The parking lot, Red Zone it. opens at 8. Wow. And we typically do the menu based upon the team coming to town. Yeah. But in honor of Sam Howell being QB1, and our QB of the future, we're doing an all-chicken menu. Yeah. So it's all-chicken-themed all the time. And sent Sam the link. I'm hoping he stops by for a pregame meal. I love to hear that. It's Tailgate Ted with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow Tailgate Ted on social media, at Tailgate Ted, a tailgate chef, local TV chef. I saw you were – I think you were on Fox TV today. Tell me a little bit about this uh, tailgate show that you're going to appear in on Roku. It was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, Emeril Lagasse, 
and they say never meet your heroes. Oh. He was one of mine growing up. Okay. And I got to meet Chef Emerald. They sent me down to New Orleans earlier this offseason and got to hang out with him for a couple of days. And he cooked me his version of a DC meal. Ooh. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but just imagine your most iconic DC dish and you'll get a chance to see Emerald spin on. Wow. So that's going to be available on Roku. Uh, so when can people check it out? It's online right now. You oh, don't sweet. have to have an actual Roku TV. You can just look at it on your web browser, on your cell phone. I'll tweet a link out there later today, and people can just catch the episode now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tag me on it at AWOD Radio, and I'll retweet it for my audience. So, you know, when it comes to week one at FedEx Field, and everyone's been talking about this as the first true home sellout in like 10 years, do you really expect that we'll see no Cardinals jerseys and nothing but Skins fans in the building? There's going to be a couple of Cardinals fans here. Yeah. I just know that for a fact because I've got four of them coming to hang out with me. <laughs> Don't blame me. They're good friends. Yeah. But, I mean, Jason Wright was all with Beamish and Finley talking about how he played for the Cardinals and those fans don't travel. Yeah. And really, they've got nothing to look forward to. Kyler Murray's out. They've got Dobbs coming in. They're pretty much tanking for Caleb Williams. So why make the trip to come out to D.C. other than to get your team, you know, watch your team get their butts whipped? So it's going to be pretty much burgundy and gold throughout those stands. All right, Tailgate Ted, I'd love to do this bit on my show where we call it the keys to victory. So here are my three keys, then I want to hear what you think. I said, number one, I need Brian Robinson Jr. to go over 100 yards, either on the ground or giving it to him uh, in the screen game or dump-offs as well. I want him involved and getting a ton of touches. Everyone wants to see Sling and Sammy Howell throw it all over the place, but the team needs to establish the run to take care of business. Number two, I want two sacks in the first quarter. And that might be asking for a lot here for the keys to victory, but we need to blitz a young quarterback, an inexperienced quarterback, and get him off of his spot. And then the third key to victory, no special teams disasters. No block punts, no block field goals. Joey Sly's got to make anything inside of 50. Those are my three keys to victory. Those are good ones. You took one of mine. But for me, I need this defensive line and the linebackers to contain Dobbs and the running back. They had a hard time during preseason doing that. The edges were susceptible. And let's be real, Dobbs has no future in the NFL. So he's going to put everything on the line right now and try and put some tape up because he knows that the Cardinals is not his long-term team. And he finally has a shot to actually do something. So hopefully they can contain those quarterbacks because they couldn't do it during the preseason. Ted, the- I need us. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah, no, go ahead. I need us to keep our third down conversion rate at 60% or higher. We can't just keep giving the ball back and having our defense get tired. It's been 100 degrees out here in D.C. the past couple of days, and it's going to be hot as hell again on Sunday. So give those guys a chance to take a break because – those thoroughbreds just need a chance to relax and hopefully not pin their ears back the entire time. Yeah, I'm certainly worried about the third down situation. I mean, that haunted the team last year. And, and you, you kind of think, you know, I really do trust Eric Bieniemy, but if we're throwing the ball a lot, it's going to lead to these third and longs, which is going to be tough for Sam Howell. Uh, Ted, a lot was made about the $40 million investment into FedEx Field. Have you been able to try any of these new food places yet? Or is that going to be later this season or what? I've been to Hill Country, okay. and it was absolutely delicious. And I've been to the Jerry Seafood, and you, you can't go wrong with Jerry Seafood. Yeah. The one I really want to try 
is Fuku by David Chang. Yeah. The only problem is it's all the way up on the fourth level. I don't have that club seat money. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to walk all the way up top to grab it. But I'm looking forward to trying some of them. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, David Chang. So David Chang, famous chef. He's got a bunch of episodes and different series on Netflix. Those of you that don't know who he is, he hated Dan Snyder. Yeah. He yeah, had a restaurant that. here in D.C. It was called Momofuku. It was an Asian restaurant. And at the end of your meal, he would give you a fortune cookie. And written on the fortune cookie was Snyder sucks <laughs> on the back end. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he, he tried to start a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe to buy out Dan Snyder for $6 billion back in the day. And now that Dan's gone... Guess who's opening a food section inside FedEx Field? Wow. I mean, that's so, so awesome. Chef is great. Yeah. So uh, I know a few of these, though, were negotiated before Josh Harris take o- took over. So do you think he's going to kind of watch this season and then make even more upgrades next year? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I've had meetings with the team in the past where we talk about giving a good fan experience. And you control the controllables. Yeah. They're finally making investments. That's $40 million. And I wish they kind of parsed out how much of that was for the new theme suites versus all of us in Gen Pop. Yeah, I'm not but a fan of the new suites, they, to be honest. An arcade suite? I'm sorry, I'm not playing video games. I'm watching a football game. Right, right. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, Playing Pac-Man during a football game? No, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, we're on the same page with that. So um, the other thing was Johnny Rockets. I've I've... Uh, for years, I've complained about their soggy French fries and overcooked chicken tenders and terrible burgers, and they're still in the building, right? We haven't been able to get rid of them yet? They're still in the building. Unfortunately, someone from my group during that Bengals game went there and got a horrible burger and soggy <laughs> French fries. But the only problem is they haven't been able to make all those investments to kick everybody out that shouldn't be there. Yeah. So next season, I can't wait to see what the Harris ownership group can actually do given proper timing. No, you're right about that. Well, we must protect our house week one, Ted, so I expect you to make a ton of noise, man. I appreciate you joining the show today. You know I will, Adam, and I can't wait to be in there. And on top of that, they're doing 675 domestic beers until kickoff. How about that? It's going to be a damn good time. Yeah, Josh Harris wants the fans lit. How about that? Ted, thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Adam. Take care, man. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Final segment of the week coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. So news has come out that Commander's wide receiver Terry McLaurin has no injury designation for Sunday's game against the Cardinals, and he's, quote, good to go. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to hear here on a Friday afternoon leading into the first regular season game of the Josh Harris era at FedEx Field. You just heard from Tailgate Ted. If you missed any of it, you can rewind on the Odyssey app or check out Best of AWOD Radio. So everything's just working out right now for the Commanders to not just win this game, but win easily and get themselves some momentum 
moving into the second week of the season where they travel to face off against the Denver Broncos. And look, you're at home, the start of a new era, they're bringing out legends like Robert Griffin III and Champ Bailey and Sonny Jurgensen and John Riggins, and the crowd is going to be very pro-Redskin. It's setting up for them to just blow out the Arizona Cardinals, who were one of the worst teams in the NFL last season, are going to be, in my opinion, the worst team in the NFL this season. You just got to take care of business here. You've got to win easily. You've got to get off to an early lead. And then you can even play some of your young guys. You know, I want Sam Howell to have the freedom in the fourth quarter to feel like he can throw all over the field because he's holding on to a 14-17 to point lead. I don't want him to trail at any point in the second half and have to think in the back of his mind, oh, man. I better not screw this up or I could be removed as the starting quarterback as early as next week. You don't want any of that thought to creep into anyone's mind. And that's why I told you my keys to victory earlier. Brian Robinson, 100 yards. If they establish the ground game, they'll be good. Uh, Two sacks in the first quarter. If the defense can cause havoc in the backfield, Arizona is not going to put any points on the board. And then the third thing was there's no special teams disasters. Like, no back-breaking plays that lose you a game. And if everything goes right, I just don't understand how the Cardinals would even keep this close. If you just look at the talent on paper, Washington's defense is way more talented than them. On offense, they've got a few more weapons, and they've got the better quarterback play. And so it's just one of these games here where I believe the Commanders will win. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not locking it in as my bet of the week or anything like that. But this is a game where Washington should win and cover the spread and use it as a momentum-boosting victory. Last year, we saw we thought the same thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Oh, the Jags are going to be bad. Oh, yeah, Urban Meyer ruined that team. Doug Peterson's not going to make it better. He did. Even though Washington had a 14-point lead the first two drives of the game being touchdowns, Washington escaped that game because Travis Etienne Jr. dropped the ball in which he would have walked into the end zone. And so you had a 14-point lead and ended up barely squeaking by the Jags. I want a 14-point lead in the first quarter against the Cardinals and not a squeaker, a double-digit victory, wire-to-wire. That's what I'm looking for for the Commanders Week 1. Also, PSA, AWOD Radio, PSA, Public Service Announcement. Fantasy football season begins. Don't forget to set your lineup. Don't forget to set your lineup. Check it on Saturday. Check it twice Sunday morning. One when you wake up, again right before 1 p.m. in, th- in, la- in case things change. I know there's people out there that forget to set their lineup. I did it last year a few times. You think things are all right, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's a late injury. Or boom, somebody's uh, projected outcome changes, and they're sp- supposed to score more points. Do not forget to set your lineup. That is the most important thing, week one of the fantasy football season. And then, of course, on Tuesday, you got to wake up early and check the waiver wire. Appreciate all the hard work Christopher and Josh have done today producing the show. And, Josh, you were telling me about something to do this weekend. Uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about this party that The Veil is putting on? Oh, yeah. So we are looking at The Veil Brewing. They're calling it the Block Block Party Party. All right, block, block, party, party. So you better get ready to party twice as hard. Yeah. Um, They're doing this thing from 11 to 11 tomorrow. Get out there. Um, We're looking at a few, uh, quite a few different uh, local live artists. uh, Oh, really? Performing music out there. Yes, Are they going to be performing inside of the Veil? Because I don't know that they have the biggest 
spot at that new for for um a concert it doesn't say but i want to I, I feel like they're doing it outside i feel like they're doing the music outside because yeah. we're also looking at food vendors oh uh, that's sweet because they oh, have man. they serve like they have some kind of asian restaurant inside that serves wings and and like uh french fries okay but that's also awesome to have extra food trucks at a brewery because once you start drinking you want to get into Eaten, of course. Yeah, man, of course. And then we're also looking forward to, uh, they've got a mechanical bull. they got a bounce house. Whoa! We've got beer, wine, and cocktails, and so much They've more. got a mechanical bull. Oh, I, yeah. I will be there on Saturday. What did you say, 11 to 11? 11 to 11. Yeah, it's I'll, all day. Yeah, if you're a member of the AWOD Army and you want to meet me there for a beer, I'll, I'll probably show up like 2 or 3 p.m. That sounds great. I want to say the, manic, the mechanical bull won't be fun to watch until probably 9 or 10. You know what I right. mean? At that point, then it's all bets are off. You know, yeah, exactly. I might hop on the mechanical bull. <laughs> you get three sheets to the wind, you get real brave. Right? Have you ever done a mechanical bull, dude? I have not, and it's so tempting. I thought about doing it when I went to uh, Arizona. All right, I was in Tempe, Arizona, for uh, to visit my friend, and then we went out in Scottsdale. Arizona is the greatest place ever. If you love blonde women, go to Arizona. You might end up moving there because <laughs> there was this one place that had a mechanical bull downstairs, and fifteen of the of these smoking hot blondes all wearing the exact same outfit walked in and uh, i got the liquid courage to be like i want to i want to do the bull in front of these chicks i want to see that they know i know how to ride that thing right right so i signed up and the list was like two hours long so i didn't end up getting to go but i I really thought about it i mean i feel like it's impressive if girls are watching and you 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 have to last like 45 seconds it's like that's better than what i would have done anyway i think it's well, maybe that's actual like bull riding is yeah. eight seconds, but the, I think with the mechanical bull, I feel I feel like if I get a few beers in me as well, yeah, that's you could do at least a minute, that, maybe. That Very sounds confident. like a high risk, low reward to me. Right? <laughs> it definitely is because you know you get on that thing, you fall off in a funny way. Yeah. Everyone's laughing at you. Everyone's laughing. But Christopher, you could spin that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't know. A, you could meet the love of your life. Yeah. So what do you, what are your plans for this weekend? You got anything big you're gonna do? I don't have anything big. I have rode a bull before, though. Really? So I to, yeah. Like I a think, real bull? Well, no, no, no. Mechanical bull. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you had us for a second. Yeah. Was, you know, 10, ski uh-huh. resort. My dad threw me up there. No. You know, he was excited to have me on that thing. <laughs> did it scar you for life? <laughs> no, I, I probably did good. Yeah. You know, you're 10. You yeah. got energy and flexibility. You could. Yeah. I could have hit that ground like 20 miles yeah. an hour. It would have been fine. <laughs> That's wild, dad. though. So that was at a ski resort? Yeah, just, so uh, it was like green. snowing outside. You know wintergreen. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They had a bull there. Yeah, they had a. Bull. It was like a rec room. They had some arcades and a bull for some reason. I don't. Oh, shoot. I don't know what they're doing there. Okay. I missed are you that a, fun are time. you like an X Games guy? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no, just just went when you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, skiing with the family. Yeah, we yeah. did it once. So we've got a high school football game of the week with Gary and Gary that will be airing tonight on WRVA eleven forty a.m. Uh, Saturday, I'll be hosting on. WJFK 1067 The Fan in Washington, D.C. You can check that out on the Odyssey app from 9 to 12 noon. It's awesome because I don't get to go out on Friday nights anymore. I do a show Saturday morning, but you know what? The best thing about that show is the D.C. fan base loves me, and they call in nonstop to talk commander. So all I have to do is throw it out there. It's a caller segment, and and it's just nonstop phones are ringing. So we want to get that here in Richmond. If you're listening to the show and you're like, oh, I got nothing to bring to the show, why should I call in? Just call in and ask AWOT a question. 
Let me know your thoughts on something. We want to make this the most interactive show possible, so phone lines are always open. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Thanks to Josh and Christopher. I'll see you guys on Monday. It's Grant and Danny coming up next from Washington, D.C.